1: This is the 19th T podcast. Drew's with you for tonight. Sitting across the screen from me, up in lovely sunny, what looks like sunny Darwin anyway, is the winner of the NT PGA Championship and our very good friend, the Gale Force, Daniel Gale. Mate, firstly, welcome and congratulations on the win over the weekend.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having me on, guys.
1: Absolute pleasure mate. I mean, it's been a uh it's been a big year for you. I mean, you've done a lot in in the last year, probably since the last time we spoke anyway. I think you and I spoke maybe at the WA Open out here over a year ago now, so uh there's been a lot to cover, but we'll we'll kick off with your win uh over the week uh up there in Darwin where you are at the moment. How are you uh how are you celebrating the win today? I want you to I want you to give me the inside goss on what you were out doing today that you were just telling me about.
0: Yeah. Um, so my um, that I'm staying with Kenny. Um, it's the fifth year I've stayed with him, and uh, every year uh, he's wanted me to stay, you know, a day or extra day or two, so he can take me out on his boat and go check out some crocs, go fishing, and all that. Um, and the last four years, I've get it out on you know the the red eye flight like everyone else, and just haven't stayed an extra day. And um, this year matched up well. I couldn't get a flight out uh when I book things. So um uh yeah I fly it tomorrow and today we went out on his boat and um, checked out some crocs. Went out to Goat Island. So the guy that went viral last year smacking a croc with a fry pan um went out and checked his island out. We didn't see the croc but um uh yeah I met him and um it was pretty cool. It, it was it was yeah pretty surreal scene obviously wild crocs like so, you know just Cruising right next to the boat, and um, yeah, I've watched too many videos where, like, I was just expecting them to jump in at some point. But um, it was pretty cool. It was.
1: They didn't. Uh, they didn't have any. Reve- they didn't take any revenge on you, mate, for for lifting the trophy yesterday, which was <laughs> I I, th- I think is the greatest greatest trophy in in golf, mate. I I think you can stuff your green jacket. You can stuff your claret jug. This is the greatest trophy in golf. They didn't get any revenge on you for lifting a crocodile skeleton head above your your head yesterday.
0: It's a, it's about Australian as it gets, I, I reckon. Uh, yeah. Well, it's funny. It's funny after I um took the photos and lifted it over my head, I um when I went to put it down, the the top jaw of that fell off onto the eighteenth <laughs> like like it fell onto my shin first, and um, I tried to save it, and it left a a, a nice bruise on my shin, but. Uh, um yeah it was it was pretty funny like it was it was probably I, I reckon like it was probably about 30 kilos yeah it would have been close like it, it wasn't the lightest thing the whole thing um but um yeah it was, pre- it was a pretty cool trophy i tell you that
1: i remember pikey telling us how, how heavy it was and i mean if pikey's struggling to hold it up i mean he's a big unit uh then probably most people are going to struggle to hold that thing up so uh yeah i I don't think you're wrong but take us through the win, mate i mean 65 68 72 65 to storm home on the sunday um and, and return to your good form i mean your golf has been has been pretty good over the last few months anyway obviously spending most of your time overseas which we'll get to but to to come home and open with a 65 i mean it wasn't it wasn't, uh, I guess, unexpected for people who have maybe played close attention to your journey over the last little bit. I mean, did it, did it perhaps maybe feel a little unexpected to play that well? How were you feeling going into the tournament?
0: Um, in all honesty, I, I felt pretty good. Um, I only got back from America Sunday week ago, last Sunday. So um, the biggest challenge for me was getting my body sorted and the jet lag and all that. Um, I, I was struggling to make it past. 8pm 8, 8 most nights, um, in all honesty, my eyes were hanging out of my head, um, but um, I got better as the week went on, um, but yeah, the biggest thing for me was to get my body feeling normal, which uh, from all the travels and stuff I've done, uh, I guess over the last year, two years and all that, I've gotten better at um, adapting and knowing what I need to do um, to get everything sorted as quick as I can, so... I was in the gym twice a day just getting the body sorted. And um, yeah, it was it, every day as, as the week went on, it, it got better and better. And, um, you know, the feels were there. And um, I was riding some what I feel pretty good form, obviously, from my last couple of weeks in America. Um, and yeah, like a, a new, sh- I wouldn't, maybe a new string of confidence, like, like just. Obviously, what I did at the three M qualifying and all that, um, it um, and the whole experience of that, it really, yeah, just I feel kind of give me gave me a, a new level of confidence and just I don't know, like like going into this week, I felt I felt pretty good. I just I knew what I needed to do, and um, yeah, I just I went out and did it. <laughs>
1: And you did it pretty easily in the end. Four shots over over Chris Crabtree there as well. You finishing at fourteen under, and you even managed to bogey the last hole as well. So it could have been five shots if you uh, if you didn't yeah, bogey if yeah. bogey the seventy second. But when you got that many in hand, why why get too aggressive? I guess. But um, I I mean I think you know there's no doubt we've certainly paid close attention to your journey in the last little while anyway, and and it wasn't a surprise to me or Marshy to see you play so well. But I think for me. What really impressed me was your round three seventy two. It was one over, and I'm sure, I you know, knowing you as a person, you would have been bitterly disappointed with that on moving day. But then for you to bounce back with a sixty five on Sunday, uh, I guess shows probably where your game's at, and and maybe where your maturity's at in terms of in terms of golf.
0: Yeah, like I feel like I have last few months, and like I mean, this year, like obviously came close at a couple of events, but I've sort of thrown in that sort of 74, 75, which hmm. sort of put me out of contention and was just shy here or there. Um, but, yeah, I've, uh, I feel like I... I mean, I grinded my butt off over in America and, um, and just was playing, obviously, some very challenging golf courses over there. And um, um, I feel things... I I learned a lot from my experiences that I've gone through. I guess the past year, and I mean that third round, I was three over through nine holes. Um, hmm. It was tough conditions. Um, I grinded my butt off for the three over through nine holes. Even like I think I had like twelve putts on the front nine. Um, it wasn't wasn't too pretty in all honesty, but um, I was grinding grinding away, and um, uh, even though that was the The worst of the rounds, the way I finished that round, I was actually pretty chuffed um, to go two under last four holes and um, I made a nice seven-foot par putt after ramming a pass on the last um, to stay two back. Um, I actually felt like I had momentum going into the final round and all I had to do was just get out of the gate strong, which I did with a birdie-birdie start. And, um, yeah, in that last round, I was actually – I was surprised that I checked the leaderboard after the seventh hole and I had a two-shot lead. I was I was three under through seven at the point. And I actually was surprised that I had a two-shot lead. Um, I thought there was so many guys bunched that, that, like, and obviously the talent level in Australia is really good. So at least one or two of them had to, you know, I just I would have thought that one or two of them would have been two, three under through the same amount of holes got off to a good start, but they, they all seemed a struggle. I mean, it was, it was windy on the Saturday. It was windy yesterday. It was the same sort of wind. So, um, yeah, I just didn't hit it great on the Saturday. And just, I guess the the type of golf course it is, like you can get breaks. It's easy for breaks not to go your way. Um, and you've just got to obviously accept it. And, um, yeah, yesterday I had the ball on a string and just um, – yeah, I really did golf my ball very well. like it's one of it is one of the best rounds I've put together, especially under the pump but um, from start to finish it was it was pretty I mean like I even look back and I say that was pretty darn good.
1: Oh, I totally agree with you. Across seventy-two holes, I mean, four bogeys and and a, and a double. I mean, it's you know, I'm sure I'm sure that double you won't be happy with on uh, in that third round there. But you you bounced back as you mentioned. But I mean, that's pretty flawless golf. I mean, plenty of birdies in there. You had an eagle on thirteen. I'm just looking back here in, in round two. I mean, it's pretty flawless golf. Is is there a part of your game that's really sticking out to you at the moment? That's you know, maybe you go going, shit. This is this is really good for me at this point, or is it just? more well rounded golf?
0: Uh I want to say it's more well rounded. Um I've yeah like I've chipped away at everything. Um I've always hit it pretty good. Um it's always been I guess if the putts drop and um I guess like sort of short just like simple pitching shots. I've I, I the past few months I got a full swing launch monitor. And um, I've really dialed in my wedge game. And um, I had, yes, I mean, this week I had the eagle I had in round two. I chipped in from like 25 metres. Um, on round three, my par on the fifth hole, I pitched it in from like 30 metres. Um, and yesterday I, was, I had some really, really good up and downs, um, especially early, um, the fourth hole, which I doubled in the third round, I hit it, lost it on the wind and it was tailing left. I had 43 metres from pretty much the fifth tee. It was, it was so far left. Um, and I had to like hit, I had to go up at pretty much a triple tier to the pin and, um, I hit, hit a little low gappy from there and it went to like seven and a half feet and I rolled that in. That was just an awesome momentum. Um, I guess, builder and just to keep the round going. And then like the next hole I've hit four iron lob wedge to a foot. I, I had a, a couple of tap in lob wedges yesterday. I nearly hold my lob wedge on the 17th. It was, it's just, I've just tightened up little bits like that in my game. And obviously to have it show under the pump when I need it the most, um, that obviously shows the hard work's paying off. And um, yeah, it, obviously made my job a lot easier coming down the stretch. Um, it's never easy winning, but um, yeah, I um, yeah, I definitely pieced it together really well yesterday.
1: You, I think you said it perfectly. You've set me up lovely for my next question. It's never easy winning, right? And it, and it has been a little while between drinks in terms of lifting a trophy, Gailey. So your performances last year, TPS Sydney, T2, you got so close there. I mean – Arguably probably probably should have won that day. Vic Open was, I think, another top 10. Queensland PGA, if I'm thinking back as well, was another yep. top 10. You, you played really good golf, I think T15 at the Nash at the end or T T 15, T20, something like that. Yeah. You, yep. you, you yep. played T15. really, really good golf throughout the back end of last year. And even in the even in the US, I mean, it must be nice to obviously return to the winner's circle and and have that trophy and know that you're a winner again because I'm sure as any sports person will tell you, I'm sure it can get frustrating at times when you are playing really good golf or really good whatever sport you're playing and not necessarily getting the results of a win. So I imagine it must feel, you know, genuinely sweet to get back amongst the winner's circle.
0: Yeah, it really does. Um, like, that, you, you said it perfectly. Like, I mean, over the last couple of years, um, if you go back to the last, not the season, just gone, the season before, like I had back-to-back runner-up finishes at, Queensland PGA and Rosebud, TPS Mm -hmm. Victoria. And, um, you know, obviously came close those weeks as well. Um, You know, like, there's nothing wrong, obviously, with a runner-up, but you're you're obviously playing good golf, but it it does suck if you don't get to lift that trophy. Um, But, um, yeah, I guess I felt like things were close. And, obviously, TPS Sydney, like, I felt very in control of my game. And, I mean, I... I played well that last round. I just didn't make the putts I needed to in that last round. I still could have got the job done, even with Mika doing his his thing on that final day. But um, I had my opportunities. I just didn't take them. But, um, you know, I learned from that experience and um, I put myself in a position to win and um, didn't close it out. But, um, I mean, overall, if, you, if you've if you got the lead going in the final day and you shoot four under, it's going to win, I don't know, 95 times out yeah. of 100 maybe. Yeah. maybe um or like 90 times out of 100 probably um but um you know I was I was bummed but it's like you know I'm playing good golf um and yeah I feel like things things have always have been progressing nicely I, last season i put myself in the hunt probably more than the season before um and I just didn't close out my opportunities where I it, it was frustrating it was so it was close like I just couple shots here or there and just a couple little things it was just like you know like the tide eight that Vic opened could have easily been like a tight third i, I probably like little progressions like that but i it was just little things i just wasn't piecing together and um but i knew how close it was and it definitely does get frustrating you feel like you know you're just running into a brick wall over and over again but um I guess if you run into that brick wall enough, it's it's got to fall down eventually. And um, uh, I feel like, I mean, the, obviously over in America, like the Monday qualifying stuff and all that, like that that's it, it is a bit brutal, I guess. Like you can play really good golf and not qualify. Um, and yeah, it it, it sucks because like you know you you you've put together what is a you know a, not a nip. You, you play good golf. Like you, you, you rarely have a day where you put everything together, but you play good golf and shoot a decent score and it's not enough. Like you feel like mm. you're obviously failing or, um, you know, it sucks because you, you know you, you're you good enough to be there and all that. It's just, there's limited spots and qualifying is tough. And uh, I guess to finally do it again at the frame like, I mean, that was obviously pretty special. Uh, um, after doing it obviously there last year, mm. Um uh, like that just, I like I yeah I like it just I like the confidence was there but it just like it's just like yes like like it felt like you know you knocked down that brick wall you know a little bit like um the floodgates didn't open I got to go in that first round but um uh you know I just didn't ha- had a storm delay and then I just didn't play well on the Friday when we went back out. And that sucked because obviously you yeah, make the cut PJ Tour event, you know, like it, it would have been awesome. Um, mm. But it feels like I've, I've put myself in a lot mm. of good positions and I've just haven't been, I guess, getting the result, the results that I feel like I deserve for the hard work I put in. And, um, you know, I've, I've trained my butt off and, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty nice getting the win here in, in Darwin because, Um. Yeah, like I obviously I feel like I'm one of the hardest workers out there and um yeah, it was good to have things finally click on when I really needed it to and uh you yeah, know, I the more important thing is I believed I could do it and I did it.
1: Yeah, well, and you know, I think most people that we speak to about the hardest workers, your name is is regularly one of the ones that's mentioned first and and I think that's a testament Testament to you. I want to touch on the U.S. briefly. There is, as, as you mentioned, you, you spent a, a good chunk of time over there and, and worked your way through the Monday queues, which I imagine just must be one of the toughest, uh one of the toughest situations to put yourself through. You know, I think we often talk about Q school and, and Monday qualifiers. I reckon must be the two hardest, most brutal things to go through. And you, you Monday queued into the three M Open, and as you said, you you probably didn't put it together as you would have liked, but. I'm wondering what sort of level that confidence, you know, gave you. I mean, you got a lot of attention after that as well. There were the PGA tour was doing videos and your funky swing and all this sort of stuff. And here's us back in Australia going, we, what are they talking about? We've known about this bloke for ages. We, we know who Daniel Gale yeah. is. So there was plenty of love for you over there, wasn't there, mate?
0: Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty sick. Um, yeah. Like I guess, um, I guess, yeah, the Monday qualifying life, it's, it's tough. Like for for I guess Corn fair events, which I didn't do this year, um, like anyone's exempt into those Mondays, but for the PGA Tour stuff, like there's a pre-qualifier to get into the Monday. So yeah. the week before on the Wednesday, Thursday, sometimes Friday, a couple of them have Tuesdays, but it's normally between Wednesday to Friday. You got to, you know, there's normally two days. Some of them have one day, but. Over the two days, there's 40 spots pretty much, so like 20 each day roughly. It's it's normally around that number. Sometimes it's like tied 18, 18 and ties, something like mm-hmm. that, um, progressed to the Monday. And when I first did it in 2018, it, it was kind of like like if you shot like two over, one over, you got through. Um, yeah. And then the next year I did it, uh, the level got up. You had to shoot pretty much eight maybe even par was the worst that got through, but like uh, the Barracuda Championship that year, four under was the worst score you had to shoot to make it through to the Monday, like <laughs> like four under par, no matter where you play, like is golfing your ball, yeah. and that's just to make it through to the Monday, but um, <laughs> I think every year it's progressively sort of that levels, it's gotten tighter and tighter, you know, that sort of the, the back half, the lower third of the field, there's some high scores, but it, it gets pretty bunched and you, you, you've still got to golf your ball. You should like, I rock up to those, like they're probably more nerve wracking in all honesty than the Mondays. Cause you know, you should make it through, but you know, you like, you know, that sort of numbers, you know, if two unders normally a safe number, like this year, at the rocket mortgage pre qualify I played shocking, but four under made it through there. And that, that was a real windy day. The scoring was really good there but um, you just never know what you're going to get. You don't want to put a number in your head beforehand and all that, but um, yeah, it's just, you still got to go out there and golf your ball. Like, like, and then in all honesty, like once, once I made it through every single one of those besides the rocket mortgage one that I did and um, you know, the Monday qualifier kind of feels like not a breeze, like to me, like it's, it's never a breeze, but like, you feel like you can just open up your shoulders a bit because you know you got to go seriously low, where, you know, the, the pre-qualifiers, you, you play probably a little bit more conservative just to, you know, get that score in and keep the big numbers off the scorecard. Mm-hmm. And then the Monday qualifiers, you sort of open up your shoulders. But it's just brutal. You know, you've got 70 top guys uh, for four spots and, and, you know, they can all play golf and shoot a number on their day. So, um, yeah, obviously... Um, uh I came close at the Travelers free uh, qualifier this year. I was five under with four to go. And I finished bogey bogey and five under ended up being the number getting in. That would have been awesome because that was a um uh elevated event. Um yeah. uh so that was a bit frustrating. You know, I was putting myself in a good position and like I was saying earlier, it I just wasn't it, you know, I was coming close but just not succeeding, sort of you know what I mean. Um but yeah, the 3M open, like after my Monday last year, I made a bunch of friends uh in Minneapolis. Like it's 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 kind of a second home for me now. <laughs> um so I I I won't lie, like I probably out of all the ones, like I had I had a lot of people I I felt like I had to please. Um <laughs> like there, was a, there was a like there like there was a little bit of, you know. I want to qualify for some people i want them to come out and watch um i made some promises um like to my to my caddy like i'm like you're going to caddy i said to him last year i'm like you're going to caddy for me next year if i get in and um i mean to go out there and do what i did that day like i played a solid front nine I'd left a couple of opportunities that I turned three under par. and then the back nine like it was pretty special I drained a 20 footer on 10 11 was a tough part three. The pin was so far right. Like there's these trees that cover your, we were pretty much nearly covering the pin. and I, So I got to, I was four under through 10, then hit a five iron to like 12 feet, rolled that in on 11, which was big because that was uh, that was a tough part three. And last year I was five under par through 11 holes. So that's when the juices started flowing in, in mm. that Monday qualifier. And the last year, the twelfth hole was my only bogey. And I um I lost the ball. I had to go back and then I got up and down for bogey last year. So I hit it a bit right, but I had a shot. And then I pulled my three wood left and over left the green, like there's just like cabbage in this it's hazard, but it's just like thick cabbage and you know, looking for the ball, looking for the ball. You know, the three minutes were nearly up my, and I had my my buddy caddying for me in the Monday qualifier. And like, I don't know, probably with like 30 seconds to spare. He's, he found my ball. It wasn't in a pretty spot. I had 32 meters to the pin, like in thick stuff. I'm like, I don't even know if I can get the club on it. And <laughs> I, I hacked it out on, got it onto the green to about 35 feet, 40 feet. And then I rolled that baby in and <laughs> like, like I foot out, like it was, it wasn't missing. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, like when that went in. Like, my caddy, Eric, he saved me two shots by just finding my ball. Yeah. Um, like, pretty crazy, pretty crazy. and uh, But, like, to roll that baby in, like, that was unbelievable. And then slotted the tee shot on the next, hit 9-iron to 15 feet, rolled that in. And then the next hole, the 14th, it's pretty much drivable. A storm was rolling in. I've hit driver off and then was about to hit my pitch shot in, and they sounded the horn. So we we went and had, like, an hour delay, hour and a half. Something like that. So going back out there, I I did hit my pitch, sorry. Um and I had about ten feet, it was dead straight, but we didn't we just got sent straight back out. We didn't warm up. And then um yeah, I um it was a pretty dead straight part. I just shoved it and like missed pretty much a dead straight. That was probably the easiest birdie hole on the back nine that I made par. And then next hole I've drained like a Fifteen footer for birdie, and then the next hole, I've I've wedged it in there to about four feet birdie that, and then the next hole was the only green I missed, and chipped it to about six feet. This was where I, this was I, I had a breaking right to left um, downhill, uh, like slide yeah, it was sliding pretty hard, and um, uh, I drained that. That was that was the moment where I'm like, here we go, like we're, we're feeling here. <laughs> we're on and then and then yeah slotted the tee shot up the last and um, yeah finding that fairway it's it's a wide-ish fairway but there's trouble left if it's it's it plays into the wind so there's OB right there's trouble left so like obviously when anything's into the wind it gets maximized if you do hit a poor shot but I've slotted driver down the guts and then at 117 meters and yeah the, it sort of was like off the right, maybe a bit helping at times. It was sort of gusting between that, and yeah, slam dunked it. And um, I mean, I didn't know it went in. I saw the way that it hit the pin, mm. and um, like I cheered because like it's gone just straight down the flag. And I sort of look at my caddy. I'm like, he's like, did you hold it? I'm like, I think I've hold it. He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I have. And so. Kurt, who was playing with, his mum was up by the green. She heard it hit the pin. Like, we're walking up there. No one's cheered or anything. I'm like, is it in? Like, so they've hit their shots in. We're walking up. And then I'm jumping, jumping, looking. And I'm like, I see Kaido's ball. And then Kurt's ball's left. I'm like, there's no ball. I'm like, there's no ball long. It's not it can't. It's not long. There's no ball short. And yeah. the thing was, it hit so high up on the pin and I didn't know it went in until I the PGA Tour media guys were up there. They they caught it on film, but I I think they didn't know if it was in or not. And there was no hole damage, so it wasn't until I saw my ball in the hole. It was I knew it was in, and then obviously you know celebrations go off and you know a couple of little awkward chest bumps and all that. My caddy wanted a hug. <laughs> I thought he wanted a chest bump, um, and then just the emotion emotions took over and. Um, yeah, I mean like I mean shooting eleven under I like I knew I was in. I was actually pretty nervous because it was as the conditions were probably as good as you could get around that course. Last year seven under got in on and it was pretty windy. And I'm like when I was nine under playing last I, I didn't I felt like I obviously couldn't afford to make a mistake because um, you know, the guys are that good and then the scoring is that good. It's like, you know, eight is probably gonna be a playoff the way the scoring goes. So <laughs> For that to go in and, um, yeah, it was like, yeah, I'm playing 3M again. Like it, it was sick. Like, like I it really was. So that, and for them to catch that video and like, I mean, that had, I don't know, I think it had like 12 plus million views uh, yeah. over all socials, if not more. Um, like I, I rocked up to the, uh, registration. I couldn't register that day because even though I knew I was in I'm going to be in, um, uh, I couldn't rock up because it had to be all official and everything sort of fin- uh, you know uh, didn't finish till like seven at night with with all the storm delay. Uh, so I went there on Tuesday and the whole I mean obviously rocking the yellow bucket hat it, it makes me stand yeah. out. But <laughs> I mean the whole reception I got from players, caddies, volunteers, everyone knew who I was. It was it was pretty sick. Like a lot of players and caddies come out of their way and, and congratulated me. Like, I mean, I'm just Mr. Nobody, you know what I mean? I'm this guy that, um, but, um, yeah, it's pretty cool having, you know, guys you see week in, week out, come up to you and, and congratulate you and wish you the best for the week. And that was pretty sick shot and all that. Um, it was pretty special. And, um, I mean, the next morning I was at the gym at five thirty, just stretching out and, um, I mean, I obviously got the little bit of a mullet and mow rocking, and um, uh, there was three people in the gym, and one guy's like, "You're that guy that dunked it!" Like, <laughs> like that was the next morning. Like, oh, really? I couldn't believe it. Like, really? Like, um, I mean, obviously, you know, they love their golf in America, and um, I, I seriously couldn't believe it. It was, it was unbelievable. Um, and then, and then, yeah, I mean. Round one got it going, and then they released. I mean, they just posted that video because I smacked the three iron 315 yards or whatever it was. <laughs> um, I mean, it was downwind. I mean, I flushed it, it was downwind, firm, and all that, but it still went to 315. And they posted it and then, you know, the swing blows up on social media. Another yeah. video. And, yeah. um, <laughs> I, was the, I was the talk of the town. It was pretty cool. Like, I mean, I got recognized in public. Um, yeah, you know, in another country, uh, without wearing the yellow bucket hat, it was it was <laughs> um it was pretty pretty surreal. And I mean, people were cheering for me, and um, I mean, the yellow bucket does help for that. I guess bit of signature and stand out, and mm. you know, people want to get behind it. Love your bucket hat and all that. Mm. And got called Banana Man by someone else, and um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like for that to blow up, I I was probably that that was an experience and a half, I guess. the the whole social media stuff. Like, I was purposely quiet on socials because I, um, yeah, I'd, I haven't got time to read every message and respond yeah. and all that. And obviously, obviously, you know, when you do something amazing like that, um, you get a lot of messages. But um, I was quiet. I shared what I needed to share, and I mean, I was just buzzing from the excitement. Um, and yeah, I, I just like Friday. I just, uh, in all honesty, I didn't get a good night's sleep. Uh, woke up middle of the night, I was buzzing, couldn't get back to sleep for a couple of hours. And then we had a short turnaround with the storm delay and then just went out there and sort of just, just struggled a little bit. But, um, yeah, I learned a lot from that experience. And, um, I mean, I was able to apply it this week because, um, I guess, the way the excitement built up, um, uh, you know, I'm learning ways to control that and um I'm getting better at it. And um, you know, you gotta obviously put yourself in that scenario to to learn from it. And I learned a lot that week and um yeah, uh I feel like, you know, if I'm you know leading a major after two rounds, three rounds, whatever it is, like the way that's gonna blow up on socials, it's gonna be the exact same way that that those shots and all the viral stuff with the millions of views are going to blow up. So it's going to be all that extra social media stuff and all that. Like it, it mm. it's, I feel like, yeah, like I've already experienced that to a point where I know how to deal with it. And, yeah. um, or like, um, and yeah, it's, it's, I, I took so much away from that week. Like I, um, that's like an extra factor that obviously, you know, you got to put yourself in a scenario to to learn from it and, I felt like I've I've done a good job of that, and um, yeah, it was a pretty pretty surreal week. It really was.
1: It's a great recap. I love it. It's just I remember seeing it, and we just thought this is just so good. This is just this is just wonderful. Obviously, you know your yellow bucket hat, you stand out like like anything. You've got the moustache that you know makes you very identifiable and the mullet and, and the whole lot. So we, we loved seeing it, but um, we promised 15, 20 minutes. We probably doubled that anyway, but what's next for you, Gailey? What, uh, I mean, we've got a bit of time between drinks now and on the, on the Aussie tour, we've got the next swings over here in, in, in Perth. Will we see you over here? What's the, what's the plan, maybe short term and long term for you this season?
0: Yeah. Um. So short term, uh, get back home, enjoy some time at home. Um, uh, there's some pro-ams in New South Wales over the next few weeks, which I could could have played, but, you know, I've played a bunch and um, I just want to purposely set up – I mean, obviously, the form's good. I just want to set up some time where I can just obviously grind um, and just keep my game sharp. I'm going to play the Linwood pro-am end of September and then get straight into the WA swing. Um, so I'll play the two events in WA. I'll play the South Australian event. I'll play Queensland PGA and then still working out my approach. um, I might miss the two Victorian events potentially before the two big ones, Um, uh, just to give myself a bit of a rest um, and just prime my game for those ones. Um, You know, I um, I feel like I've last few years. I mean, I've I've pretty much played everything I can, um, and I've proven that I can play well doing that. But I'm going for a bit more of a more professional approach, um, you know, and um, and just sort of. I mean, the win helps free me up now because I can obviously pick my schedule. Being, you know, winner's category and 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 all exempt, obviously. Um, so that does free me up. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm probably going to just. Uh, I haven't sort of scheduled it all out, but um, that's sort of going to be my my game plan as the season rolls on, and then see how we go and um, yeah, I guess play less, practice more in between and play better when I do play.
1: Love it, mate. I love it. And, and yeah. you know, we've got, we know that you've got big things ahead of you, mate, because you, you know, you're one of the hardest workers out there. You're, you're an incredibly skilled player as well. And, and we know that you know any opportunity that you get you're working on your game so uh, certainly no surprise from our end to see you back in the winner's circle mate and, and congratulations again on that thank you for taking the time to join us on the show again we've, we've loved tracking you over the last few months and, and keeping abreast of all your progress mate and uh, I personally look forward to seeing you here in Perth in a in a month's time anyway mate so thanks again and congratulations thanks mate appreciate
0: it thanks for having me on and yeah looking forward to getting over there hopefully you guys turn on the weather like you always do
1: <laughs> That'd be nice. Awesome. We'll see what we can do, eh? Thanks, mate.
0: Yeah.